This is the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. You can plan on Farm Bureau Health Plans for better coverage, better rates, and better customer service. They've been providing Tennesseans with the home field advantage for almost 75 years. This is the OTP for Friday, April the 30th, day two of the 2021 NFL Draft. And it's time for a little history lesson. I'm joined by Titans Radio's Rhett Bryan. And Rhett, I've asked you to be here with me because you and I might be the two biggest NFL nerds I've ever met. I wouldn't disagree with yeah. that at all. And and it's really not... And I'm glad to be in that company. I know. I, it, it's really not a, not a horrible thing. No. So with the second round due tonight, I want to refer back to something that I had fun doing over a period of time that will prove that I'm one of the all-time great NFL nerds. In 2008, I started a study of all-time great second round picks. Now... Why did this? I have no idea. But I started going back through and I said, you know, first round is certainly important. And then you've got the Tom Brady's at 199 and all the stories of the undrafteds. But what about the second round guys? And so I came back to it 13 years later. This past winter, I came back to it based on what second round picks have done for the Titans in recent years. It's really been amazing because you have the Derrick Henrys, you have the Harold Landrys certainly jump out at you, and obviously A.J. Brown from two years ago. And we think Christian Fulton is going to be another one. So what I looked at, how many second-round picks are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? And I got some help, very kindly got some help from the uh, Hall of Fame John Kendall is the man's name who confirmed everything with me. So to John Kendall, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, thank you for helping me out. And I ascertained that there are 38 NFL players who were drafted in the second round. All right. Anything about that number shock you high, low, in between? It's about where I thought it would be because second round picks are not always a guarantee. In fact, there was a window of time where teams like the Titans didn't hit on second round picks. You know, I think instantly one of the first ones since the Titans moved here is Samari Roll. What a good second round pick he was. Instrumental in taking a team to the Super Bowl and going to AFC Championship games. What a great cornerback he was. But yeah, that's, you know, with a hit and miss proposition, that sounds about right. 38 sounds right. All right. Now, Some of the 38 Hall of Famers were taken in the second round long before the NFL had 32 teams. So the second round didn't begin with pick 33. Back in the olden days, the second round began in what would be now the middle of the first round. So as I did my breakdown of my 30 greatest second round picks of all time, I set the standard, the modern era of football. And the modern era of football where it concerns the draft is 1967 because that was the first time the AFL and the NFL did a combined player draft. So that's where we pick it up. How many current NFL players do you think made my top 30 list that we're about to go over? 
Well, considering there's only 38 Hall of Famers in 86 years of the draft, uh-huh. I wouldn't think it'd be that many. Okay, three. There are three okay. current players. At number 30, I have Jarvis Landry, wide receiver from the Cleveland Browns. His 564 receptions through his first six seasons in NFL history are the most ever. And this was the 63rd overall pick in 2014. Got to be on the list, right? Another yeah. current player at 29, the King, Derrick Henry. I think he's going to go up on this list over time. 45th overall pick in 2016. He has been remarkable over the last two and a half years. You know the stats if you're a Titans fan. Two rushing titles. NFL Offensive Player of the Year last year as he rushed for over 2,000 yards. 5,860 yards rushing. 53 touchdowns. 23 100-yard games. So Derrick Henry is number 29 on the list. And is just 27 years old. He's just 27 years old. First former player in at number 28, Tiki Barber. 36th pick in the 1997 draft, 10 seasons with the New York Giants. His last five years, fantastic, as he averaged over 1,500 yards rushing from 2002 through 2006, also a super receiver. All right, number 27 will be the first name that a lot of our OT people will probably not know, Ed White. 39th pick of the 1969 NFL Draft, played 17 seasons with the Vikings and the Chargers, and was a four-time Pro Bowl guard. Probably don't know that name for most people. Yeah, I'd say you're right about but that. But you had his card, I'm sure, didn't you? Didn't you have an Ed White card in, I'm sure in the three-point stance? I'm sure I've got one somewhere at home. <laughs> Everybody will know the next one, though. At 26, Ocho Cinco. 36th pick in the 2001 draft, Chad Ochocinco Johnson, 766 catches, an average of 14.4 per reception at seven 1,000-yard seasons. Not too shabby. All right. The next one at 25 is Curly Culp. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Did you know that he was not drafted by Kansas City or Houston? Everybody thinks, well, I remember him with Kansas City. I remember him with Houston. He was drafted by the Denver Broncos, 31st overall pick in 1968, and this Hall of Fame defensive lineman who was just unbelievable rushing the passer with 68 career sacks and a great run defender, the Broncos let him go. He goes on to have a great career for Kansas City, Houston, and Detroit. 15 years, six Pro Bowls. Thoughts on Curly Culp? Well, I, I can certainly see why he makes your top 30 list. I mean, he's got a gold jacket. That, that's where it starts for me if you're going to start picking through the numbers. and the, It's almost like looking at a Hall of Famer's career that we've talked about with a Derrick Henry on that trajectory kind of thing. Yeah, I, I I can certainly see why he's there. Absolutely. The next player at number 24 also has a gold jacket. Oh, yes. But he was the hardest to place on this entire list. And I put him at number 24, the snake, Ken Stabler. And you say, why in the world would that be? He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Ken Stabler was the 52nd overall pick of the 1968 draft. So Curly Culp went 21 picks before Ken Stabler in that draft. He was a three-time All-America selection at Alabama, 
but he did not become the Raiders' starter until 1973. With Daryl LaMonica and George Blanda there, he waited five years to become the starter. Was with the Raiders for 10 seasons, Pro Bowl four times, led Oakland to a Super Bowl win in Super Bowl Eleven. also played for the Oilers and the Saints, and finally got inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame five years ago. That's a tough one, though, because his career numbers not nearly as great as what I even thought they would be because I had forgotten that he did not become their starter for years. But when he got on the field, and you're talking about Dave Casper and Fred Bolitnikoff and all those great, golly, those are some great silver and black teams. But you're right, just 28,000 yards and 194 touchdowns. I mean, that's comparable to our the, the thing you brought to my attention a long time ago about the – Comparison between Steve McNair's career numbers and Hall of Famer and Troy Aikman. They're, they're very close. Number 23 on my list of all-time great second-round picks in NFL history, Kevin Mawai. 36th overall pick in 94, 16 seasons in the NFL. Made Pro Bowls with the Seahawks, Jets, and Titans. Eight Pro Bowls total. Elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2019. No surprise Kevin Mawai is on the list. No, I mean, you can see, you you say all of that, and I can see his large frame, that's captain's patch on his chest, natural leader, natural genesis of an offensive line. He's behind another center at 22, Dermotti Dawson, 44th overall pick in 1988, so he was a second-round pick. He took over for the great Mike Webster, and Dawson started 181 games, seven Pro Bowls, elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2012. And it just shows you how a franchise like the Pittsburgh Steelers, who was terrible for so long till they get to that 1969 draft with Chuck Knoll, and they draft all these guys and end up winning four world championships in the 70s. How lucky are they? They go from Mike Webster to Damani Dawson at center back-to-back. Doesn't happen every day. That's like going from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck at quarterback or from Joe Montana to Steve Young at quarterback. Which is doable, but this is a center, center. on the offensive line. That's right. And, and like Mike Tomlin, he just got an extension. He's only the third coach in the last 50 years 50 for them. plus years, that's right. Number 21 on the list is the third and final current player of all-time great second rounders, Rob Gronkowski. 42nd overall pick in the 2010 draft, four-time Super Bowl champion, five-time Pro Bowl selection, four-time first-team All-Pro, played 10 years. Many regard him as the best tight end in NFL history and when all is said and done with his career, Gronkowski will go a lot higher than number 21. He's a surefire Hall of Famer. I was going to say, you make him number 39 on your 38 uh, Pro Football Hall of Famer. Without question. Listen to this. Gronkowski has caught 566 passes in his career for 8,484 yards and 86 touchdowns. Now you just take the raw numbers and you say, amazing. He's averaged over 15 yards per catch. For his entire career. For his entire career as a tight end. That figure would be great for a wide receiver. Oh, without question. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't general manager John Robinson basically brought bring him to the table to Bill yeah, Belichick? Because he had a bad back situation, which is why he lasted until the second round. I mean, unreal. 
Number 20, the 61st overall pick in 1996, safety Brian Dawkins, All-Pro five times, nine Pro Bowls with Philadelphia and with the Denver Broncos, elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2018. Back to the offensive line at number 19, Dan Deerdorf, 13 years with the St. Louis Cardinals, 10 of those seasons, he was a starter. He played right tackle and also started as a center. He was elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1996. Fred Dean is number 18 on my list. I really debated him, too. 33rd (laughs) overall pick in 1975, 11 years in the NFL, Chargers and the 49ers. His sack total of 100 is not official. Because the sack did not become an official stat in the National Football League till 1982. He was put into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in August 2008. But he is a hard guy to figure because if he plays in the more modern era, he is considered a spectacular player, which because the sack didn't exist and because he played on the West Coast, The Chargers were one of the teams, and they weren't a big deal. And the 49ers didn't become a big deal till the end of his career. Not a lot of NFL fans saw Fred Dean, but he's clearly one of the all-time greats. 17 and a half sacks in 83. I mean, that's a number that would be fantastic in 2021. Our West Tennesseans will like the next one. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the Reverend himself, Isaac Bruce, 33rd overall pick in 1994. I have him as the 17th greatest all-time second-round pick. Isaac Bruce, 1,024 catches, over 15,000 yards, 91 touchdowns. And think about this. For the first five years of his career, the Rams were terrible. Terrible. Pre-greatest show on earth. So they were the worst show on turf. By the time the Rams became a great team, then Bruce had to share the football with fellow future Hall of Famer Torrey Holt. And yet he still had 8,000-yard seasons, went to four Pro Bowls, elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame last year. Isaac Bruce, one of the greatest second-round picks of all time. When you approached me about this OTP, he's one of the first people I thought of. What a career that guy had. And how he lasted to the second round, I mean – I don't know how, but yeah, what a career by that guy and certainly deserving of a gold jacket in 2020. The 16th all-time greatest second-round pick, Dwight Stevenson, 48th pick of the 1980 draft, played eight seasons with the Miami Dolphins, considered one of the three or four greatest centers in the game's history. His career was cut short due to a devastating knee injury. Had that not occurred, he would be much more highly rated on any list. He was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1998, which is amazing that someone who played that short a career in the offensive line in an era of great centers, was recognized that quickly. That tells you how much his peers thought of Dwight Stevenson. The next one, inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2020. Number 15 on my all-time best second-round picks list, Ricky Jackson, 51st pick of the 1981 draft with the Saints Dome Patrol. Can you name the other Dome Patrollers for the Saints? Well, I know Sam Mills and Pat Swilling are a part of that for sure. And Vaughn Johnson. Pat Swilling, Sam Mills, Vaughn Johnson, and Ricky Jackson, the Dome Patrol through 1993. Jackson would then play linebacker for his final two seasons with the 49ers, and they actually moved him to defensive end. 
which is incredible. He totaled 136 career sacks, but also six double-digit sack seasons, five double-digit tackle seasons, 40 forced fumbles, all pro four times. Ricky Jackson, wow. And there were a lot of bad New Orleans Saints teams. And the Dome Patrol is what kept them relevant in a lot of games and a lot of seasons. I mean, those four gentlemen you mentioned, my goodness, young folks listen to the OTP, go look at the film of these guys. As you talk about defense. Number 14 on the list is Andre Tippett, outside linebacker for the New England Patriots. Number 41 pick of the 1982 draft. He was to the AFC what Lawrence Taylor was to the NFC. He put up an incredible 100 sacks in his career, including 35 total over two seasons, 1984 and 1985. Andre Tippett inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in August 2008. Number 13 on the all-time second-round pick list, the Ghost. Number 45, selected in 1974, actually one behind Jack Lambert. I'm talking about Dave Casper. One of the greatest tight ends of all time, a former Notre Dame offensive tackle, was a great blocker, but had amazing hands, inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2002. He caught nearly 400 passes, 52 of them going for touchdowns. And late in his career, played for the Houston Oilers. Sure did. Speaking of Raiders, at number 12, the Mad Stork, Ted Hendricks, 33rd overall pick in 1969, played five seasons with Baltimore, a season with Green Bay, was thought to be washed up, and then Al Davis brought him to Oakland, and all he did was play nine seasons with the Raiders. 25 career block kicks, 26 career interceptions. He played in 215 straight games at outside linebacker. His last game was the Raiders' Super Bowl 18 victory over Washington. He was elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in his first year of eligibility. And all I can think of when I think of Ted Hendricks is that SI article about him continuing to hide his four Super Bowl rings in his home because he was afraid someone was going to take them. And he hid them well enough from himself a couple of times he forgot where he hid them. That's awesome. Who would break into Ted Hendricks' house? I would not mess with the mad stork at all. Six foot seven, are you kidding me? Number 11 on my list of all-time great second-round picks, Lem Barney, 34th pick in 1967, 11 seasons at cornerback for the Detroit Lions, one of the fastest corners in the league, seven-time Pro Bowler, 56 career interceptions, 11 total touchdowns on returns. He was elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1992. So let's move into the top 10. Let's stay with defense. At number 10, Willie Lanier, 50th pick of the 1967 draft. So he went 16 after Lem Barney. 11 seasons at middle linebacker with the Kansas City Chiefs. All pro each year. Not pro bowl. All pro each year, 1968 through 1975. Huge hitter, 27 career sacks, inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1986. Number nine, another linebacker, Jack Ham, 34th overall pick in 1971, 32 career interceptions, 31 recovered fumbles, 25 and a half sacks, Pro Bowl eight straight seasons, Pro Football Hall of Fame 1988. Jack Ham could run. Jack Lambert got more attention, but Jack Ham was a special athlete in his own right. Part of the steel curtain. I mean, you can't. I remember the first time we met Jack Ham and we were. 
at uh, what is now Heinz Field in one of the first games ever played there. And he was uh, doing a, a part of their radio broadcast. And uh, I remember thinking, okay, this is, you know, this is a guy with a steel curtain here. This is huge. But yes, certainly deserves a spot in the top 10. At number eight, the 48th pick in 1981 played 13 seasons with the Raiders, Howie Long. 91 sacks, one of the most dominant pass rushers of the 1980s, inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2000. You know him from the Radio Shack commercials with Terry Hatcher. You know him from Fox NFL Sundays. And his advertisements with Skechers shoes. Yes, all of that. And that's great. But most people don't remember just how good Howie Long was. With Lyle Alzado on that team. Mm-hmm. So Howie Long is number eight on my list of all-time great second-round picks. Number seven, Thurman Thomas. He was a surprise. He dropped in the 1988 draft to number 40, and he showed whatever anybody was worried about. They shouldn't have been. Twelve seasons with Buffalo, one with Miami. Rushed for over 1,000 yards in eight straight seasons. Racked up over 14,500 total yards from 88 through 96. His versatility was the biggest reason Buffalo could run the K-Gun. And he is an integral part of why they went to four straight Super Bowls. He will always have that dubious distinction of not being able to find his helmet at the Georgia Dome in the second or third one they were in. But what a fantastic runner from, what was he, an Oklahoma State Oklahoma Cowboy? Oklahoma State, right? he sure was. He was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2007. I mentioned him a moment ago. He's in at number six. Jack Lambert was the number 46 overall pick in 1974. He played 11 seasons with the Steelers. A toe injury ended his career. If you ever hear of turf toe and you think that's nothing, <laughs> It has ended careers, and a toe injury ended Jack Lambert's career early. He weighed just 220, but this guy was unbelievable. Maybe the meanest football player I've ever seen. I can picture right now that very popular poster with him with the missing teeth, with his helmet off in a game setting, drenched in sweat and dirt. He frightened me. I'm just a little bit younger than you, and he frightened me as a kid. I'm like, this dude is meaner than a snake. And he was. And he truly was. Well, you remember the Super Bowl game, I think Super Bowl Ten, Cowboys and Steelers. Roy Jarilla missed a field goal. And Cliff Harris, the Cowboys' verbal safety, came up and started patting Roy Jarilla on the head, congratulating him on missing the field goal. And guess who didn't like that? Number 58, Jack yeah. Lambert. That was really bad for Cliff Harris. Yeah. Did not go well. Jack Lambert, really a great run defender, but also 28 career interceptions, all pro eight times, pro football Hall of Fame in his first year of eligibility in 1990. Hard to believe he was a second-round pick. Also hard to believe, as we get into the top five, I considered all five of these players for number one, all five of them. And I will tell you, Had these players been quarterbacks, it would have been even more difficult. But I'm a believer that the quarterback position is the toughest position in all of sports, so I will always overrate it. I admit it. I say it up front, which is why at number five, the man who could have been the best second-round pick of all time, Larry Allen, 46th selection in 1994, 14 NFL seasons, voted to 11 Pro Bowls, He was selected to Pro Bowls at both guard spots and as a left tackle. Regarded as one of the greatest overall offensive linemen of all time when he retired. Voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in his first year of eligibility. 
in 2013. They don't have three world championships without him on that offensive line. I mean, it's just, he was fantastic and as versatile as you just laid out there. Yeah, you talk about finding something in the second round that uh, that kept paying dividends. Larry Allen is certainly well, deserving of being in this top, top part of this list. You think about Emmitt Smith. Emmitt Smith is regarded as one of the greatest running backs of all time, and rightly so. Sure. Larry Allen is right there with him. And Larry Allen would be regarded more highly for his position than Troy Aikman or Michael Irvin would be. Yes. And that is really an incredible statement. Larry Allen was a second-round pick for the Dallas Cowboys. Number four, Mike Singletary, 38th overall pick in 1981, 12 seasons with the Bears. Their heart and soul, more than 1,500 career tackles, 10 straight Pro Bowls, NFL Defensive Player of the Year twice, All-Pro eight times, inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1998. Mike Singletary is the number four all-time best second-round pick in NFL history. And so good. He was on the Diamond Anniversary, 75th Anniversary team of the NFL. One of just a handful of you know guys in that. And rightly so. When you think of linebacker, you mention three or four names. His name is one of those three or four every time. That's what made number three so tough. Should I go Singletary three or should I go Michael Strahan three? I went with Michael Strahan, the 40th overall pick in the 1993 draft. Strahan was a pro bowler seven times and all pro five times. But where does he rank as a pass rusher? So I'm going stats here. 141 and a half career sacks, 24 forced fumbles, and still 850 tackles. Record-breaking 22 and a half sack season in 2001, 18 and a half sacks in 2003, 15 years. He won two Super Bowls. So as I rated Singletary at four and Strahan at three, I gave it to Strahan because two Super Bowls. Fair? Unfair? No, I think it's very fair. I mean, you take Strahan off of that defense in those two world championship teams, yeah, you're probably you're probably knocking a couple of wins off here and there, even with OCU Manura and some of those other guys you know, that he lined up with. Who was the second-round pick, OCU Manura? Yeah, that's right. He's on the list. How about that? All right, so here we go. Number two. When I initially did this, he was number one, but he's fallen to number two. Brett Favre, 33rd pick in the 1991 draft for the Falcons. After a year, he had behaved so badly in Atlanta, they traded him to Green Bay for a first-round pick. With that first-round pick, the Falcons selected another Southern Miss Golden Eagle, Tony Smith. Tony Smith finished his entire career with 329 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, it didn't work out too good. didn't work out. Favre turned out better. Three-time NFL MVP. Started 269 games, 291 if playoffs are included. Won 181 games as a starter, including a Super Bowl. Threw for over 65,000 yards, 464 touchdowns. Even rushed for 1,829 yards and 14 touchdowns, inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2016. And for all the young folks listening to this OTP, they're like, wait a minute, Brett Favre was an Atlanta Falcon? Brett Favre was a second-round pick? He, yeah. And a, in the 19, I have Brett Favre rookie cards at home, and he has a Falcons uniform on. And people forget about that. And people forget about really what uh, prompted the trade. And you you touched on it there. He, yeah, he, uh, he was... Quite full of himself as a youngster. Well, he didn't know how to behave. No. Jerry Glanville didn't put up with it. And Jerry Glanville 
to this day, says he didn't think he really had any choice. And people around Jerry Glanville have defended him, have said that, you know, this was a mess. And And because he was only a second-round pick, they thought they could get rid of him. And with the trade that Ron Wolf pulled the trigger on to bring him to Green Bay, probably greatly helped Ron Wolf become a Hall of Famer in his own right. Yes. Number one on my list of all-time second-round picks. He was this franchise's second pick in the 2001 draft after they took LaDainian Tomlinson in the first round. Pretty good draft for the Not old bad. Chargers, huh? 2001, the 32nd pick was Drew Brees. Brees had a pedestrian first three seasons, but then a game against the Tennessee Titans <laughs> in 2004 when we went to San Diego thinking he might be benched if he played poorly. Instead, he went off. And from there, Drew Brees' career went up. Phillip Rivers was drafted in 2004 to take his place. Didn't in 2005. But Brees suffered a significant shoulder injury, one that required 11 anchors in his shoulder in the 2005 season finale. So at that point, Drew Brees is leaving. Looks like he's going to Miami. But doctors don't sign off on him. Doctors do not sign off on him. They worry about his shoulder because, remember – He didn't just hurt his throwing shoulder during the 2005 season. He hurt his throwing shoulder on the last Sunday of the 2005 season. He ends up in New Orleans. They take a chance. And all that he did over the next 15 seasons was throw for 68,000 yards, nearly 500 touchdowns, started over 150 Saints wins, led them to the playoffs nine times, MVP of the Saints' Super Bowl victory over Indianapolis, 12 Pro Bowls, and finished his career as the most accomplished statistical passer in the history of the NFL. That is all that Drew Brees did in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. And uh, in 2006, Walter Payton, NFL Man of the Year, worked tirelessly to help New Orleans rebound from Hurricane Katrina and is the all-time face of the Saints franchise. And will be the 39th or 40th Hall of Famer that would be a second-round pick because this guy's going straight to Canton as soon as his eligibility uh, is right there, first ballot. And if I'm not mistaken, Mike, this 32nd pick was a result of the trade that the Chargers made with the Atlanta Falcons that year in the draft. They traded up to number one to pick Michael Vick, and I believe the Chargers got this pick in return, which turned out to be that. And again, you mentioned it, LaDainian Tomlinson in the first round, and then this guy in the first pick of the second round, not too shabby. Well, you think about one-twos, and you think about Gale Sayers and Dick Butkus in 1965 with the Bears. Right. And in more modern terms, you think about Jonathan Ogden and Ray Lewis, both first-round picks in 1996 with the Baltimore Ravens. But the one-two of LaDainian Tomlinson and Drew Brees is still pretty doggone good. I can certainly see why he made the top of your list. I really did, considering what an incredible career he's had. So we've listed several of the 38 Pro Football Hall of Famers who were second-round picks. Here are some of the others. Rhett's favorite player of all time, Tuffy Lehman in (laughs) 1936. The great Ace Parker, who is a name that Southern football fans know from Duke, Ernie Stautner, longtime Dallas Cowboy defensive coordinator, was also a great player for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bill George, Dick Stanfill, Gino Marchetti, John Henry Johnson, Forrest Gregg, yep. Jim Taylor, Billy Shaw, Bambi, Lance, Lance Allworth. Allworth. 
the great John Mackey, Mel Renfro, Paul Krause, Fred Bolitnikoff, those are the other former second-round picks who are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And how about a few other names of players who most fans will know that were taken in the second round? And this is just a few of them. Mark Gastineau. Yes. Matt New York Millen. Sack Exchange. Yes. Matt Millen, Roger Craig, Boomer Esiason, Rendell Cunningham, Carl Pickens, LaVon Kirkland, Anquan Bolden, Michael Ruse, Maurice Jones-Drew, Deshaun Jackson, LaShawn McCoy, Roger Saffold, Randall Cobb, Levante David, Ricky Running Waters, Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Adams, Jimmy Garoppolo, Michael Thomas, Juju Smith-Schuster, Nick Chubb, Darius Leonard, DK Metcalf, and of course our favorite, A.J. Brown, who, if he'd played one more year, might have made my top 30 because I'm just partial to Arthur Wan. Well, that's okay. It's good to be partial. So, as you listen to Titans radio coverage of day two of the NFL draft tonight, and we go through the second round, just know there is a realistic possibility, considering the length of time the NFL has been in existence, that there's going to be a Hall of Famer selected at some point tonight. And to that point and that hope, Fingers crossed that the Titans pull the trigger on somebody great in round two tonight that makes this list in a future compiled data. I mean, I let me say this. This is a 13-year project that you have brought to light here in the OTP. Started in 2008, and I'm impressed. I mean, you always do the digging, and you had help with the Hall of Fame and had a, had a nice gentleman help you there. This, is, uh, this has been fun looking through this to see who these names are that did so well. And I see a couple of Titans in here. You talked about the the 2001 draft. I mean, Kyle Vandenbosch, 58 career sacks, 152 games played after tearing both knees before he came here. You know, Travis Henry, 6,000 yards rushing, averaged for his career, 4.1 a carry, had a 1,200-yard rushing year in 2006. It's really fun. This is, is really cool. There is tremendous value in round two without question. And let's post this whole thing at titansradio.com. Can we do this? Absolutely we can. All right, so it's up. If you want to look at it or you missed any of this OTP, what are you doing? Start it over. <laughs> but if you don't have time or you just want to spend some more time with it and you wonder why I'm such a nerd about such things, go to titansradio.com and check it out. Farm Bureau Health Plans. Healthcare coverage from Farm Bureau Health Plans is like an extra set of pads when you need them the most. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. For Rhett Bryan, I'm Mike Keith, and thanks for joining us for the OTP. Where the legends go, everybody knows it's our house. Fighting for Tennessee, making history, greatness is meant to be ours now. Hey, we got Titan blood running through our veins.